Marty's. Welcome back to the Introvert Study Podcast, where we discuss culture, media, and faith from the perspective of an introvert's complex mind. What's up, guys? I'm Seth. And I'm Karina. And we are... Your hosts. We're thing one and thing two. I know I made a joke the other the other week. Yeah. About, um, what did I say? You said, I'm thing one, or something like that. Yeah, I said some... Uh, I'm, in, I'm introvert. Uh, I'm homebody number one this week. I'm no, you're not. Because you're not at the DJ seat. No, but I did the intro. That's not what we were talking about. Because oh, okay. I said, because you said the intro last week. So this week, I'm actually introvert one, and she's introvert two. But yes, as I am introvert number one in the podcast studio today, whoop, whoop, I get to ask, how are you doing this week? <laughs> um, I'm doing really well. First week, first week of classes is over, and yes. I'm getting adjusted to things. Mm-hmm. And life is good. How about you? Same. Uh, my first week of classes just kind of happened as well. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoy. It. I'm enjoying my classes so far. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just doing like my business and marketing classes right now. Mm-hmm. And like they're, you know, they are what they are. Right. But yeah, um I've been finding it really hard to like catch up on that sleep Same. while you kind of get back into um oh my the whole school and work uh life and personal life uh flow. And one thing I've been finding is that I just have so many vivid dreams every now and then, especially when I'm really tired. Do you ever get that? Like when you're really, really tired, that's when you have your most vivid dreams? Yeah, I heard someone say that you like dream every single night. It's just we don't really remember our dreams. Mm. But it seems like when we're most tired, we have, yeah, the really vivid ones that stick out that we remember for like a couple days. Yeah. I mean, me personally, like I just don't remember. Like I could have a really bad nightmare, but the next day... As soon as a couple hours pass, I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a really good segue in today's episode. We are going to be talking about dreamy dreams. Those dreamy dreams that you get sometimes. Those good ones, those spooky ones, and the ones that you think mean nothing. Yeah. So I have... Well, well, first, let's just get this out of the way. Karina, what is your experience with your dream life and nightmares? Well... Like I mentioned, I don't really remember my dreams. I feel like my dreams are very situational. I dream about things that I don't even know, like the science behind this. I feel like we're going to say so many things and neither one of us have like intensely studied dreams. But I feel like I dream about the things that I have conversations about with people. Like it's very rare that I dream about something random that I've never like I don't think I've I've dreamt about a random person like I everyone I dream has been in my life before it's very situational even if it's weird and doesn't make any sense it's always based off something that happened to me and I can only vividly remember like two three dreams that I've had in my entire life because the rest just go down the toilet like I don't remember them but recently I've actually been really struggling to sleep and I think that's because I've been in a lot of anxious situations and I struggle with anxiety and I think that really plays itself out in your sleep people and like I talked to my dad about this because he also has anxiety and some other family members I've just started experiencing like even maybe seeing things that aren't there like it's really Mm. weird and a lack of sleep is scary because you're like I want to sleep so bad but I can't and I'm scared I'm gonna dream or I'm scared I'm gonna like see something I don't know that's what's Mm -hmm. been happening with me Mm. well back to the topic of just dreams sorry (laughs) I took it too far (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> back to the topic of just dreaming for right now. Um, I think 
for me, when I look at my dreams, I tend to have pretty vivid dreams. And I tend to have a lot of dreams that aren't, like I would say that my dreams aren't like crazy dreams, like, you know, you have 10 toes, 10 toes. Wow. <laughs> Good job, Seth. No, no dreams where you have like Seth only has nine 15 toes. fingers and like two heads and like everyone in your family is speaking like Chinese and French and Russian and, you know, like all, all this You've never all this had stuff. dreams like that? I, no, I don't, I don't really have dreams like that. My dreams, though, are more like they're real, so they freak me out every now and then. Okay, so when you have nightmares, they're not like irrational. They're rational, which makes them more scary. Is that yes. what you're saying? Okay, that yes. makes sense. Because um, I have really irrational dreams. That's why I get scared. So yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think that they they both can be scary too. I'm not trying oh, to yeah. – I don't think that it's one or the other is scary or the other. I think ir- like irrational, really out there dreams can be scary because it makes you almost scared of what your dream world is like or what, you know – where you right. go when, when like when you go to bed you feel really really scared that you're like I don't want to go back to that weird place but then also I feel like really realistic dreams make you kind of freak out a little bit in real life so we're talking about these dreams that you have that appear more realistic and that's why they're scary what are some of the, some examples of those dreams that you've had for me a lot of my dreams happen in my house where I live I hate that a lot of them do that's scary yeah because it, it, it makes you feel a little frightened of mundane things in your house you know like the closet or under your bed or your bathroom you at guys nighttime. better not be listening to this at night <laughs> um and I'm the type of person that like I like to get up in the middle of the night and just walk around and stuff you know like if I can't sleep I like to walk around so there was one time where I had a dream and in that in that dream, I swear I, I like kept like in my dream waking up in my bed, like or I would find myself waking up in real life and go back to bed and then just waking up in the same exact place. So like there was one dream where in that same dream, I like crazy stuff happened. Then I went back to bed. Then I went back to bed in my dream. I woke up and I thought I was awake. Like I was straight up. I was like, I gotta be awake. There ain't no way I'm still sleeping. And I went to the mirror and things were fine. And then crazy stuff started happening again. And then I woke up and I was like, did I just, what just happened? So that was like Inception. Yeah, that's like what it felt like. Like you were in three dreams. That's what it felt like. It was really weird. But the number one thing that scared me was that when I woke up, I was like, that wasn't real. Mm. That didn't happen. You know, like do dreams ever feel so real to you that you got to ask someone if like what happened oh, yeah. happened? Yeah, there have been times where like I will get interrupted in the middle of my sleep by like a family member waking me up or like my brother will be asking if he could sleep in my bed and I have to ask them the next morning like, did this happen last night? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm a sleepwalker. <sighs> this happened the other night where I was like, I sleep in the basement and I woke up really suddenly, but I felt like I was still asleep, but I was like seeing and I went upstairs and I like laid on the couch for like 30 minutes and then I went back downstairs. And like I remember it happening, but I felt like I was asleep. It was so mm. weird. So I don't know if that counts in the dream category. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't understand these like sleep patterns that people haven't studied. Mm. Like I want I really want to do an intensive study because I wonder if those I mean, I'm sure anxiety and situations have an impact, but I want to see like on a scale how many how many people are affected by it. And, like, as Christians, I think that God can speak through dreams, but you might have a, a random dream that doesn't matter. And you're like, was that a spiritual thing or was that just in my brain? You know what I mean? 
Mm -hmm. No, yeah. And I think like studies have shown that when you do have a bit more anxiety in your life, your sleep patterns tend to reflect that. So if you have a lot of real intense anxiety or depression, your dreams are likely going to be a lot more sour or just bitter or, or not as colorful as the normal dream would be. Where, and, or you're going to feel probably a lot more fear when you go to bed, just more, just more likely than not, especially when you have something that is pressing that anxiety to like its edge. You're most likely going to be having these dreams where you kind of feel very lost. And that's really when most people begin to experience reoccurring dreams. Reoccurring dreams. I've never had a reoccurring dream. I know you have. I have. Yeah, I have. Do you um, think, I know what dream you're talking about. Do yeah. you want to talk about it? Yeah, I will. And do you think, just to think about it, after you tell the story, do you think that it had spiritual significance? First, I'll explain the dream. So when I was younger, and as of recent, it hasn't happened, but just like a few months ago, it did happen again. But when I was younger, like in middle school, it really started. Um, and I would even say maybe even late elementary school. I used to have this dream where I'd be in my house and I'd be the only one in my house and I wake up out of my bed and like my door was open but I couldn't get out like the front door was locked and our back door was locked and our windows were all locked so I could walk through our rooms but everything else was locked but the main thing was that I couldn't turn on the lights like I, I went to every light and I couldn't turn it on the only light was like the light from the computer you know, that because we had a main good time. Freaky. And then, like, the light that would come out from outside from, like, the moonlight, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I ha- and I would have that dream. Like, I would honestly say I probably would have that dream, like, probably once to twice a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. I would have it really, really often. I never really brought it up. I did bring it up to one person that I, I was seeing in my junior year of high school. and But I never went that further. But one thing I found was that... I noticed in this dream, I was always looking for something. Like I was always looking for either a way out or a flashlight or I was looking for um, like a stuffed animal or I was looking for my parents. I was, look- I was always looking for something to make it better or something to get myself out of the situation. And one thing that I was told that is associated with being in darkness or, you know, being like locked and being unable to turn the light on or find light in a dream is uncertainty and like being scared of doing the wrong decision or picking the wrong decision. Mm. Um, and I think I had a lot of problems with that, especially in high school. I, I always kind of felt like I was being tugged one way or the other. So I ended up feeling really, really nervous about what decision I had to make and kind of, it was kind of like I was walking through like a maze and never really knowing which way was the real way out. Yeah, and in high school, you shared with me that you felt like you were really searching for a lot mm-hmm. of things. No, yeah, yeah. High school was definitely a time for me where, and you know with most people, where I was trying to figure out, like, you know, do I want to be this guy? Do I want to be a musician? Do I want to be this guy? Do I want to be that? It was, it was very much a time where I was nervous, plus some other personal family things were happening at the time that didn't make it easy either. Right. Um, and I was just trying to really figure out who I was mm-hmm. and what the right path to go was, but I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was having that dream. Okay. That's really interesting because I do think that that dream probably did have spiritual significance to that time in mm-hmm. your life. And for me, 
I get really anxious about differentiating things and like, was that a sign from God? Was that not a sign even beyond dreams? And I think the way to kind of ease that anxiety in your life is to talk to somebody about it. And as introverts, like we have our close feet, we have our close people. I think it's easier for us instead of telling everyone like an extrovert might lean towards, we can go to our one close person or our family or our best friend and have that deep conversation and tell them about that dream. And I try to go to someone who's not my age. I try to go to someone who's older and wiser and tell them about this dream that I had. And I was shocked at how many dreams, like I said, I don't remember what they were, but I was shocked at how after a conversation with an older, wiser person, they were able to point out things and maybe certain analogies that I might not have seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you dr- you this bug that you dreamt about represents this anxiety in your life. And that sounds like super hyper-spiritual. That's mm. just an example. But I think talking it through with someone who has a little bit more life experience and they can kind of guide you and be like, this could mean this. And of course, no one should speak in absolutes and no one should say, oh, you dreamt about that? That means this and that means that you need to do that. No, just sorting through things and talking to someone and being like, okay, I think this could mean that. And that's been really helpful for me. And some things you'll just never know. Mm. Some things you will just, you just got to keep moving and say, I had a really weird dream, but I'm going to move on. Mm -hmm. And I think that we struggle, a lot of us really struggle hard with sleep and our dreams and feeling comfortable and safe because we fear the dark. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the fe- fear of the darkness, I'm not even going to lie, I am scared of the dark. Oh, me too. <laughs> like, I am. Of course, I'm a grown man, and I can sleep in my own bed alone, but <laughs> I used to actually be really, really scared of the dark when I was a kid. Like, I used to be, like, a real brat and scream and cry when I was, like, a That's kid. not a brat. But I think one thing, like, um, in John 11:10, it says, but if anyone walks in night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. And I think something that's very special about when the Bible mentions it mentions darkness, the Bible always mentions darkness as either an absence of light or they mention darkness in this way that if there is darkness there, that means that there is something blocking the light from you. And light should always be a source of you even in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, like it says... Here, the light shines, like it says in John 1, 5, um, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm-hmm. The thing, though, is that I think especially a lot of us when we're younger, very much in those teen years or those preteen years, we feel very nervous about the darkness because we don't really have the firmest grasp on our faith yet, a lot of us. And, of course, some of you might have, and that's great. That's wonderful. But most of the time, you probably haven't hit that just yet. So I think that a lot of us in that period where we begin to experience these reoccurring dreams, uh, a more existential fear of the dark, I think it's because we haven't really found that light just yet. And so we fear the dark a lot more than we did even when we were a kid, but it's in a much less, I'm going to start crying and screaming, kicking because I just hate being in the dark and being alone and I'm scared of monsters. It's more of like, I'm scared of being alone. Mm. I'm scared of the loneliness that comes with the darkness and the absence of what should be good and what should be light. That's a really good point. I also just wanted to add that there may not be one specific point in your life where you have this crazy experience with God. It could just be mm-hmm, a yeah. buildup of strengthening your relationship with God, which could take years. You know, mm. some people 
really do have a 180 testimony and really like experience God in one moment and they turn their life around. And for some people, you may have been a Christian your whole life, but you just want to build that relationship and that could take a long time. And over time, as you continue to go to him first, you will feel that sense of comfort and that sense of light that you were talking about. And I also want to add if to anyone who's like feeling afraid at night and is struggling to go to sleep because you're afraid of having that bad dream um, or you're anxious. I like, I can't believe how simple this is. And I was having a conversation with my aunt who was staying at my house and she was like, Oh yeah. When I struggle to sleep and when I am anxious about sleeping, I just repeat the Lord's prayer until I fall asleep. And I was like, Oh, that's really beautiful. How often do we just try to sleep and we go scroll on Instagram and we just try to like not think about anything. Like I get it. We try to distract ourselves, but what would happen if we all tried focusing on the goodness of God instead of blocking out spirituality completely? And I tried that that night. I tried praying the Lord's prayer and saying it till I fall asleep and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that if you pray before you go to sleep that you won't have bad dreams and that, you know, you won't be scared still. Like, you still might. But surrounding yourself with, you know, your faith, surrounding yourself with more of that will give it. Because like it says in Psalm 18, 28, for it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. Mm -hmm. God God is supposed to be, is always very much represented as a light, Mm -hmm. as turning light, as bringing the light into the world, as something shining bright, you know? Um, And so I think that when we do, yes, of course, just because you say the Lord's Prayer or you put in a worship uh, song before you go to bed doesn't always mean that you're never going to have problems again. But when you fill that space, when you fill that void with God's presence, Mm -hmm. it can help significantly and can eventually really knock that out of the park. But Seth, what about good dreams? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good dreams. I love good dreams. Good dreams make me a happy boy. Um, (laughs) no but i i think that there are dreams a lot where you i think dreams sometimes can also happen when you're in really really good situations and scenarios yeah Um, i remember like when we first started dating i would have just a lot of dreams about like dying old in chairs like together let's go and that sounds like depressing but it's like really cute like because yeah yeah like like and i actually got (laughs) i got created this one painting um, or it's I got your still pa- on yeah. my wall. Mm-hmm. It's like two chairs. Mm-hmm. It's two chairs facing a river. Yeah, facing a river, and it's like that's the type of stuff that I would dream about when like we first started, not when we first started dating, but once we really got into our relationship, like probably after our first year. You're saying we weren't really in our relationship. <sighs> Don't be that. You person. hear this guy? <laughs> He's saying he didn't love me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that because, you know, we did have struggles in the, fir- in the beginning part of no, our relationship yeah. and we didn't necessarily feel like it might go further than it did at certain points. But I think once I really like felt that we were going to go somewhere with our relationship, like I just started seeing a lot of images of that in my dreams. I started having a lot of daydreams that were just, you know, being old with someone. I would have a lot of dreams like that. And those are the types of dreams that I think do signify a good aspect in your life. Or dreams where you're at like a party. I would have a lot of dreams too. Like when good things would happen in my life, I would have dreams where I was just at a party with my friends. Mm -hmm. Nothing crazy, but at a party with my friends, you know, people who I hadn't seen in a while, Mm -hmm. just talking to me saying, it's good to see you. It's really good to see you. Yeah. 
dreams like that. And I think that when you're in a good headspace or when you're figuring out life a bit better, your dreams will reflect that as well. Just like dreams can reflect how your anxiety is, your depression is, um, your fear is in your life, I think that your dreams also can really reflect the good, fulfilling, joyful parts of your life in each moment. That's really good. It appears that the dreams that you have reflect the situation you're in. Is that fair? Yeah. Because I have had some angry dreams. Mm -hmm. And I actually remember one of my angry dreams. It was after Mm -hmm. I I watched the movie Glass Castle based upon... Glassle. Based upon the autobiography (laughs) by Jeanette Walls. And in the movie... Basically, the movie is about her family life and how she grew up really, really admiring and idolizing her parents who drove her around and never had a stable job and told her that, oh, she was living this fun life because she was never in school and she, they gave her a creative life. And then when she got older, she realized that her parents really just couldn't keep a job and drove her around because they didn't know what else to do. And she came to that realization. She was so angry and she had like this big telling off to her dad and she was like, you you did this to me my whole life and she like got it all out. Hmm. And then I had a dream where like I was in the same scene in the same restaurant in the movie and I was yelling. I don't remember who I was yelling. I was yelling hmm. at somebody, but I was like angry like she was. And I'm like, man, was I mad at someone at that time in my life? Maybe it was just a good movie scene and it got stuck in my head. Yeah. Have you yeah. have you had angry dreams like that? No, yeah. Like I've definitely had dreams where like maybe I've watched Taken and I had a dream that one of my friends got like kidnapped. <laughs> You know, like I've had, like, have, like I'm not trying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I've had dreams where, like, I've watched a movie and it's really fresh. I used to have a lot of apocalypse dreams because I, I, I love apocalyptic monster movies, guys. Oh, yeah, you do. I really like Godzilla and King Kong. Um, I love, and I, like, I love the Marvel movies and there's always a city being torn apart to shreds and movies like that. Um, and one of my favorite movies is Pacific Rim. If any of you don't know, it's a big robot uh, kaiju movie. But I've always loved big destruction apocalypse movies like that. So I used to have a bunch of those where I was like one of the last survivors or like aliens came or big monsters were taken over. I used to have dreams like that all the time. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to dreams at the end of the day, I know this is a very fun topic that we just wanted to bring up because, you know, dreams are fun. And I like to talk about dreams. I like to talk about dreams too. But at the same time, I think we get really scared of our dreams sometimes because... We feel as if we almost go into a different world when we dream about certain things or have certain nightmares. Mm-hmm. And I think the number one thing that we have to really remember is that this is the type of stuff that we are feeling. And most of it is amplified to 100. Because in the real life, you're feeling intense anxiety and intense depression. So that's going to come out incredibly thick and pure through your dreams. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling really scared of, say, dying, scared of uh, losing, scared of being alone, you're probably going to have a lot of dreams about dying, being alone, or or something bad happening to you. But the thing is that you have to understand that now that you understand that, that means that you know it. That means that those things are the worst that can really happen to you realistically is what's happening in your dreams because you're always going to have the worst case scenario in your head. Yeah. And a lot of the times, you probably are thinking too hard about it. Mm-hmm. About the, I know a lot of introverts struggle with the deeper meaning behind everything, and everything has to have a deep meaning. Mm-hmm. And something I've learned is that most things have deep meaning, 
but not everything does and that's okay um but if you do feel like a dream that you had has a deeper meaning don't try to figure it out by yourself talk to someone who is a little bit older and wiser and see if there's stuff that you can work through in that dream or talk to your therapist about it i had a dream where there were penguins and now i have cancer (laughs) <laughs> Why did you say that like it was a YouTube title? It's like someone looks up like, what happens if there's a penguin in your dream? You probably have cancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> do mom, not mom. do not Google your dreams. Yeah. You will yeah, literally you'll think you have like some disease because you dreamt yeah. about I don't know. And, I, and it's not to say that you shouldn't do research on what you're feeling because you should always be aware of what's going on in your head. But you never want to psych yourself out because be realistically it's never really as bad as it seems. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is, but usually you're freaking out a little bit too much than you really need to and need to give power to because your dreams only really have as much power over you as you're giving to them. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of settle back, take, take a step back, maybe start dream journaling. Dream journaling is the thing that really helps a lot of people. It ruined my dream journal. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> but dream journaling <laughs> or simply just exposing yourself to kinder media and nicer media and comedy media. Like one thing I used to do when I was younger is I used to like watch Phineas and Ferb where I was yeah. in bed. We were talking we were talking earlier about making sure you like pray before you go to sleep and invite the presence of God into mm-hmm. your room. But that doesn't mean that you also can't entertain yourself. And I don't mean scrolling on social media. I think that's bad for you. But I think say a prayer, ask, invite God into your room and then like watch a funny video because God made us in his image and he, I really believe that God created laughter as medicine for us mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. form of community for us, as a form of joy. So don't feel guilty because you fell asleep to a funny YouTube video. Oh man, I should have been praying all night. No, like say a prayer and do what you, your body needs as well. And don't just scroll through TikTok or Instagram because you never know what you're about to see. Yeah. I, cause I like horror TikTok. So it'll so pop like, up. <laughs> you don't know what's going to show up on your TikTok right. at night. That's why... If you're going to like entertain yourself and get your mind mm-hmm. off of things, watch like a funny YouTube video mm-hmm. because you know exactly what you're getting into there. Yeah. And you know what you find funny and everything yeah. like or that. Or read a book or go downstairs, take a walk in your house, go outside, sit outside for a little bit, take a glass of water. Sit outside? Or even take a shower. That's what I used to do sometimes. Take a shower. That's not a bad idea. Just before I go to bed. Yeah. Also just makes you feel nice and cool. Period. Well, guys. Well, guys. That's it for today. What if dream, we should have made this dream, an introvert biddies episode? But I guess there was too much to go into. I guess so. Introvert biddies, more coming up, you guys. Yeah, we don't have any plan, but <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> or do we? <laughs> okay, guys. So please follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Facebook at the underscore introvert underscore city. Be sure to reach out to us, DM us topic ideas, or just say hi. You can find me on Instagram at Karina, C-A-R-I-N-A underscore B-0-4 or Seth. At it's underscore D-A-N-E-Y-L. All right, guys. Bye, homebody. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.